Beautiful souls, do you have a prayer request or want us to send you healing energy today? Would you like us to be praying for your friend or loved one? If this is you, go to worldslargestprayernetwork.com to submit your prayer request. And while you're there, please sign up to join our team of prayer warriors. The angels say prayer not only opens you to miracles, raises your vibration, and helps you heal, but the more you pray, the more God's presence is felt on earth. Feel your angels' love as they surround you right now, and listen for the positive, loving messages your angels intended specifically for you in today's episode. Hello, beautiful souls. Welcome back to the Angels and Awakening podcast. I'm your host and author, Julie Jancis. And today I'm so, so excited to introduce you to Kathy. Kathy and I met um, as she is one of my angel members. Um, but more than that, she came to me and said that she would volunteer her time to help us create and get this kids podcast off the ground. And if you know anything about ADHD people, which I am, um, you know that what we like to do is get an idea and run with it and not kind of, you know, hem and haw, just run. And I am so proud of myself because I have slowed down my pace just a little bit and we are getting the wheels on this thing. We're getting episodes together here in 2022 and we are going to launch, uh, be ready to launch this kids podcast. It's really for families starting January of 2023. So Kathy is very, very dear to my heart as she is volunteering her time and energy to help us with this special project um, for all the families out here because she's a teacher herself and she knows the value of um, just making sure this resource is out there for kids and family. Kathy, thank you for taking your time and being here. Thank you, Julie. I'm excited. I'm a little nervous, but I'm very excited. Uh <laughs> You're perfect. You're perfect. So you're you're here today actually talking about your angel stories. I'm going to have you take it away and um, and share. Okay. Well, I'll give you a little background first, Julie. As I grew up in a house and I had really spiritual parents. My mother was religious, spiritual. My father was just spiritual. But my earliest memory was I was in my house and I kept crying. I want to go home. I just want to go home. I didn't belong. I didn't feel like I belonged. I just felt out of place. I just didn't want to be here. And so I just, I only connected with a few people and that would be my mother and one of my brothers. Otherwise I just didn't resonate with people. And so I would go to church and I would pray and I would do everything I was supposed to, but I didn't feel that, that Holy spirit or that oneness, as you call it, I have a hole. I had a hole in my heart for a long time and I didn't know how to fill it. And so I didn't think I could pray. And so what I did is in my mind, I went to a place and it had a canopy of colorful trees. And I would walk with this man with long hair, beard and in white. And I would talk some and he never did. But I never asked questions. I just talked. Sometimes we just walked. And so. I've walked with him for about 55 years. 
And so I've always believed in angels and guides and the other side. I know, I know I've lived here before. I know I have. So when my friend went to a medium, I decided I would go to the same one. And I, so I asked about my guides and angels. I know with my heart that my mom and dad are on the other side and I know they're around me. And I know that I don't worry about that, but I just didn't know if I had any guides or angels. I just couldn't feel them. And so I talked to her about my guide and she said, well, you have a guy with long hair, a long beard, dressed in white. And I said, that's my guy. I've been walking with him for 55 years. That's my guy. And, you know, she gave him sort of what his name started with. But the problem with that is now I can't go back to that place. It's like I can't find him anymore. I go back and he's not there. He's just he's not there. And the tree, I can go to the sidewalk and I can see the trees, but I don't see him. And I don't miss very many people. Like I don't miss my parents on the other side because I know they're okay. But I miss him because he's all he was just sort of there for me. And so a few months ago, you sort of introduced me to Arch Archangel Raphael, and I was praying to him. And just at the end of it, I was at the end of that street. And I was looking back and it just, I don't need this anymore. I'm okay. I can move on. I can go on with my life. But now, Julie, you always talk about so, slow processors. I think I win 55 years, <laughs> just that one little bit of information it took me. But now for the rest of the story, in January, you had us do a vision board. Yeah. And very difficult for me to do that. It was just hard. So I'm looking for pictures. And who do you think pops up? This guy, the long beard, long hair, beard, dressed in white with these piercing eyes. And it was like my guy. And so I took his picture really quick and put it on my, my board. And of course, I have a friend. And she said, well, no wonder you walked with him. He's gorgeous. I said, well, I said I was six when this happened. But <laughs> you know, so I have my guy now and he's on the board. And a few weeks ago, my friend again presented me. She had commissioned a, a friend of hers to paint a picture of my sidewalk. And so now I have a print of it. So that, you know, that's my 55 year old story with one of my guides. Um, and I've had a lot of other things happen. But the next is really a series of events yeah, um, I've had strong intuition, very vivid imagination. People sort of seek me out. Very short attention span. You know, I talk in circles. I reverse my letters. I don't hear my short vowel sounds. So school was not easy for me. But what I would do in first grade, we had a big park. And I would look out the window and I would be on a Sioux native buffalo hunt. And I'd be climb on the cliffs and I can still see that today. But I think there might be more to that story than just a vivid imagination. Mm -hmm. I think there's probably a, a little much, but needless to say, I, I was a daydreamer and I didn't get much done. And so I drove teachers crazy. And, you know, I think probably that's what brought me into the field mm -hmm. is I just I sort of didn't want to teach have I didn't want kids to feel like I felt. And so I come from a really school was a difficult background. 
so anyway, that I, you know, if you'd have told me then, I would have never been a teacher. But you know, as it turned out, I've 42 years I've been teaching. I'll be done at the end of this, at the end of May. But I've always had really vivid dreams, also, and they they'd come true, but they were insignificant dreams. Like one time, I was studying for a test, and I in my dream that I laid out every question, and I and I walked into the testing. And there it was, the test. And I, I knew the answers because I had already done it all in my dream. But it's just little things like that that happened to me. But I guess this whole spiritual journey began about three years ago. My mother died. It was the first day of school, the first week. And so the funeral was the first day of school. And I had just gotten back into school. I took that week off. And my youngest brother drowned. And mm-hmm. so within two weeks, we had two funerals. And so I knew I was sort of spiraling and I, it was a lot to take on. And so I knew I needed help, but it's sort of embarrassing to say you need help. And, you know, I was, I'm married to a wonderful man, 44 years. I have a great son and daughter. I have two amazing grandkids, but I still had that emptiness, Julie. I just, I just felt like I didn't belong. So I started looking for a counselor. And I think that's when I really started listening to what I've been hearing all this time. I had three very specific criterias. And I looked, I suppose I looked at 50 to 100 counselors, their bios. And I kept coming back to the same one over and over again. So she used hypnosis in her therapy. And I was really excited because I had thought, well, maybe I can find peace with hypnosis. So I booked an appointment and for a year, every Thursday afternoon, I drove two hours, had an hour session and drove two hours home. Wow. And I did that for a year. And then, of course, COVID hit. And now we do it on Zoom. But what I find is I'm much more focused on Zoom than I am in real person. But and I'm starting my fourth year with her right now. Um, I think we've got just in January, we went to every other week. But it's just somebody that you can really talk to. Yeah. And, and they dig, you know, it, they dig. And it was, you know, it's not an easy journey. There's no doubt. And it was painful. But I have colleagues. My friend is now going to her. And I have a couple of friends, in fact, that are going. Now that it's on Zoom, it's a lot easier. It's a lot easier to get there. But one of the first things she said to me is, what do you see for future? And I didn't. I don't see a future. I just never thought I had a purpose. My teaching was my future. My, I, I wanted to take care of my kids or my uh, parents. Mm-hmm. I didn't even really, I didn't even yearn to be a mother at that time when I was younger. But I wanted to take care of my, my parents. And then I just, I just thought I'd be 65 and that would be it. I'd not be here anymore, you know. But, uh, and, and I just never had that future. And so I'm excited to say that I do have that now. And that has been through a lot of hard work. That's been through you. Um, but a year ago, things just started moving. I would see visions of a green snake crawling in my basement. You know, I don't like snakes, but I, I wasn't afraid of it. But I will have to tell you that I checked every single time I <laughs> walked down the basement, just in case I'd stick my head and look. And so we looked it out and it said a green snake. Is a new beginning, mm. shedding of the old skin, 
the new skin coming in. And so I knew right then that I was in this awakening. You know, I was starting to awaken. I was starting to listen, I guess. So I go to my friend's house and we meditate in her garden and the birds come and there's a morning dove that sits on a wire above us. And I know it's my mom. I just do. I have this knowing about me. I have visions and I have a, a, a feeling, but I don't hear. I don't hear it. So, you know, we, the, she's always there. My friends sometimes will text and say, mom's here. You need to come over, you know, and I see them all over. I was on my way coming home, coming here and two flew in front of me and it's cold here. So it's they're usually not here yet. But so I know I know she's around all the time. Um, and then she kept saying to me, Kathy, I'm in this class with it's this angel class and you really need to join. But you have to join before July. And maybe you've heard of that class, Julie. It's this fun, vivacious, spunky lady always spewing love, bliss, and grace, <laughs> and all of this. But I hesitated. And the, tru the truth is, I didn't think I deserved it, or I just didn't think I was worth it. You know, I wasn't sure. But that didn't stop my friend, because she knew I was worth it. Anyway, she signed me up, and it, it just overwhelmed me that she would think that much of me to sign me up for two months. She signed me up on June 29th. So she paid for the whole month of June. And then again uh, in July. And I was just overwhelmed by it. But yeah. what I learned is we would go to her house and we'd listen to your meditations and we'd listen to your podcast. And we would discuss it afterwards. And it was like we weren't even listening to the same thing. Oh, you guys said this before. Yeah, it was so meaningful for me in my journey. Yeah. And it was meaningful for her in her journey. And sometimes we'd re-listen because I'd say, I didn't hear that. Or she'd say, <laughs> I, I think you got that wrong. And we'd say, okay. But that's where I really, I knew that it was personal. Julie, you can listen to the same thing and get so much you get what you need out of it. Well, and I'm not trying to do that. Like, I'm not trying no. to make it general enough. It's interesting because as I've started the podcast, a couple of different things have happened. And spirit always says, and the angels always say in divine time, just trust us and do what we tell you to do. And so even with social media, like I used to plan the post ahead of time and like write everything. And one year I wrote everything for a year and I watched as it went up one by one. And on the day I needed to hear that angel message, that angel message popped up. And, and the same thing happens with the podcast too. Um, like you get out of it what they need you to intuit and hear and bring through for your own life, which is just incredible because I, I'm not trying to do this. This is where healers have to get out of the way and know they're just the conduit. They're not the end all be all. It's just you being the tool that they can work through. And so piggyback off that, it's like when people say, I've heard it before. No, you haven't. Because I just listened to one again this morning, preparing for this. I don't remember that, but, but I just was in full oneness. And so you can listen to them 
and get different things out of them every every time you listen to it. And I can listen to it. My friend can listen to it and still get different things out of it. We get what we need. And I think that's, I needed that. I needed to know that, that I could get what I needed, that it, it wasn't like a one for one size fits all type thing. It's yeah. like, it fits everybody. One size fits everybody because you get what you want. Friend, do you ever wonder if you're in the right career? Do you find yourself thinking, there's got to be more to life than this? Do you want to know why God, Universe, Source called your soul here now? Find out who you really are. I'm teaching a brand new course with all new content to help you find your purpose in 30 days. Class begins October 1st, or watch the replay at any time. Find the clarity, direction, fulfillment you've been searching for. The class is called Find Your Purpose in 30 Days. For early bird pricing, use the coupon code EARLYBIRDPURPOSE. Sign up today at theangelmedium.com. Also, the winner of this month's free reading with me is in the show notes. Leave a five-star positive review of my podcast or book, and you could be next month's winner. So anyway, I started that. I wanted the oneness and I wanted the intuition because she was talking about some of that. And so once she signed me up, it was like, oh, wow, I'm just so overwhelmed that somebody would believe in me like this. And and I and she knew she knew it's what I needed. You know, she's my earth angel. There's no doubt. So I got into oneness and I was feeling, oh, 64 years I've been waiting for this piece. But my mind, you know, that short attention span, I felt like I was on an iPad, Julie, just going picture, thought, 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 thought. I couldn't shut my mind off. And at the same time, I was reading a book. And it's so funny because I get oneness from you. And then all of a sudden, the chapter in the book is they said, breathe in and voice it ah, and put your tongue on the roof of your mouth. And that settles the mind. And Julie, I did it. And my mind was shut off. I had peace for the first time in about 60, well, 64 years. And I just sat there because I, my mind doesn't shut off. You know, I have such vivid dreams, but I remember it's like, well, it's just something you have to experience. And so once I found that, now I don't need to use my tongue at the top of my mouth. Sometimes I do. It depends on the, if how, how much anxiety I have. But anyway, my mind was quiet. So I knew right then that this is what I needed and I needed to be in your courses and I needed you and I needed my friend, you know, she just, I just, I, if I could see myself through her eyes, I would be really good, you know? Yeah. So since all that happened, Julie, we had a very close neighborhood friend and our families, you know, when you grew up in the sixties and the seventies, you, your neighborhood was your family. Yeah. And we had like 45 kids in our neighborhood and we were extremely close and he was dying of a brain tumor and we knew he was going to pass. And I had a dream and I was walking to see his brother and he stepped in front of me and just gave me this great big hug. And three weeks later, I was doing a meditation 
and he gave me another and he came and he gave me another hug. And so when he passed, of course, our families went to the funeral and I looked up into the stained glass and I saw my brother, my dad, my mother, his mother, his dad. And about eight steps back, he was there and he turned around and his mother, my mother, and he had the biggest smile. I mean, it was like, for me, the whole church just lit up and then it was gone. But see, I, I thought, I'm just imagining that that really didn't happen. And then I had another something else happen that sort of um, solidified it for me. And of course, my friend is just big. And I asked her if I could tell this story, Julie, because I don't want anything that would make her feel bad. Right. But we were on the my first question and answer when you were doing it. And she was, you know, her husband had passed about 14 months earlier. And truth be known, I knew him much better than I knew. I knew her. But, but through this journey, we're, we're just on such a spiritual journey. I'm not sure how it happened, but I know that she's here for me and, and she knows I'm here for her. Anyway, so I would go to the house and I'd be sitting down and I'd close my eyes and Tom, her husband, would be right there. Well, it scared me. And I didn't, I just thought, well, I'm, I'm imagining it. Well, that happened about three or four times. And then we were on our first question and answer and she got real emotional and just sort of broke down. And, and everybody in the group was extremely supportive, you know, and, and I was sitting with her and we came out, you know, she came through it and you said, let's all just settle. And so you said at the other side, you're, we're, we're not going to go with Scott guides and spirits. We're just going to do the people on the other side, four or five of them, watch them. And so I did. One will step forward and be the communicator. And my dad was coming. And from my left shoulder, Tom, her husband was in front of my face and it scared me. And I, so I just gathered my wits and I said, what should I tell her? What do you want me to tell her? And she said, he said to me, tell her I love her, Mm -hmm. but he said it to, and you, you would probably know it's from 1959, the song. And it said, tell Laura, I love her. Mm -hmm. And it's about a couple it's about a couple that were going to get married and the, 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 the man's name was Tom and he was killed. Wow. So from the other side, this is the song. And it said, so it would, I put her name in it. He said, put her name in it. And he said, tell the song says, Laura, tell Laura, I love her. But the rest of it says, tell Laura, I need her. Tell Laura not to cry. My love for her will never die. I didn't know what to do with that. But I knew it was real. So the next day we talked a little bit about it, but it wasn't as meaningful. And so a few weeks ago, I said, I told her I was going to do this. And she knew because she's sort of one that sort of got it all started. And I asked her if I could tell that story. And so when I told it to her again, it was like, you know, she had remembered it, but not really. So she got the song and she said, Kathy, that that is so Tom. I said, I know Rita, but I won't, I won't tell it if it's hurtful. No, she said, but you know, since August, we have come so far, we've grown, we know, 
We feel better. You know, we know how to get into oneness. We know when our angels are around. We know when our loved ones are around. And so that to me was pretty telling. Ah. I knew that. I knew that it was, I knew it was real. That's amazing, Kathy. Yeah. yeah, it's, it was, but I, I don't feel qualified to say anything. Do you know what I mean? I didn't feel like that was my place, maybe, to say anything. But anyway, um, so that, that's part of it. Since then, Julie, I've had many things, just things that have come up. But one of the big significant things for me is probably retirement. You know, I, I relate very well to kids. I've always been more comfortable around children than around adults. And they, they seek me out and I seek them out. You know, I still think I'm a 25-year-old. I look in the mirror and think, oh, yeah, you're, you're a little old. You probably shouldn't be singing down the hall. But I do. They, and they love it. They love me for it. So I didn't know what I would do. I, so I prayed one night and I woke up with such clarity the next day. It was just like, I'm going to retire. And I saw myself speaking in front of a group, which is not my, is not me. And I thought, you know what? I can do this. I've got a future. I've got a purpose. I'm going to sub. I always said I would never substitute. I'm going to sub. I'm going to go back and work with kids. I'm going to do this. I'm going to take your angel Reiki course, and I'm going to work with children. And, and I, want, I want them to be able to come to me because Julie throughout, and you, you probably, you know that because you have the gift, but a gift, but you'd look in kids' eyes and you can, you say, they have an old soul, you know, or you, you, I can look in their eyes and just see energy and not all kids, but some kids. And, you know, you have kids that have friends, imaginary friends and, you know, and, and society tells us, no, you don't. You know, when I said I didn't feel like I belonged and I didn't want to be here, well, I learned at a very, very young age, you don't say that, you know, because they don't know what to do. And, you know, and I had a great mother and I don't think I ever went to her. I always went to my, you know, five-year-old friends and that probably wasn't the place to go. But anyway. Well, here is what we're going to get to do this. I know exactly because because you came on one night. It was you and the friend that you've been talking about. Yes. And you guys were on one of our small groups, I think, yes. Yes. Um, in the angel membership. And spirit was just so clear. Um, I can't do this work like I, I it has totally come in over the last year where even for me, when I'm bringing through messages, sometimes the message is such a huge vision. You don't get it in one piece. You have to kind of piecemeal together what spirit is trying to say. And so I've talked before about the podcast where something spirit will have me be marinating on for six months, a year, two years, four years. And then when it's divine timing and the timing is right, it like, 
clicks together and you go, oh, that's what you're talking about. And and you get this aha moment and this divine download when there's a piece of that puzzle that comes into play. So here you guys are on this, uh, you ladies on this small group meeting and spirits like this is somebody who can help you volunteer, you know, to start the the kids podcast. And the other thing I want to say here is this vision that's been coming in is a lot of I'm not saying that church is wrong, right? I'm, you know, right. um but there are certain population or percentage of people who do not feel comfortable with the dogma of church, with different teachings of the church, with the church kind of holding other people at bay. Um, And some of us have had weird experiences, right, where we don't feel comfortable sending our kids. So Spirit has said what I am doing and what a lot of healers are doing is creating a spiritual church. Okay, because as I have gotten business expertise um, and and talk to business experts, a lot of business experts will tell you your business is one or two things. Take those one or two things and do them the best. And as I've been growing the business and scaling the business and learning from these experts, spirit is right there and the angels are right there and they go, that's not for you. That's not your business model to have one or two things. You are building a spiritual church that is free of dogma, where the only message is love. And we have multitude of resources. I don't think people even know how many resources that we have where we're reaching 40 to 50,000 people a week right now which is just insane to me, right? Because, and that's where you know this isn't me. This is God working through people who are open to it. And that is what moves mountains. It's God, universe source. So I, I really prayed on this and I've been communicating with my angels on this. And they said, you have to look at what a church is, right? Like a church has so many different free programs and it has um some paid things that people do and um they ask for donations every single so i said well am i asking for donations and they said not everywhere um people who want to donate will and they'll just contact you about that but your services i take two-thirds plus of everything that comes into the business and put it right back into building out more free programs like i'm financing this all through people buying the angel membership through people taking the angel reiki school through people's sessions with me uh, or a healer on my team and so i don't think a lot of people realize that and the fact of the matter is if this is going to be a spiritual church i can't do it all by myself like i'm just one person and i have to still be a mom and a wife and have self-care myself so spirit said you're going to have 
people that you have to pay on your team. Just like when you go into a church, there's not just one pastor, there's a youth pastor, there's a secondary pastor, there's different administrators, there's a board, um, there's somebody answering the phones and helping when somebody walks in. And then you have volunteers too. You have people who are volunteering to help. And um, it kind of goes back to that, what is it in the 90s? Um, what was the movie where with Kevin Costner where he said, if you build it, they will come? I'll feel the trips. Yes. And so I kept hearing that all week long as I'm like getting this download of information. If you build it, they will come. If you build it, they will come. And and then we had that meeting, right? And and Spirit's like, this is somebody who's going to help you get the kids podcast up. And I oh, know... Yes. <laughs> Well, let's talk about this too, um, because you have this feeling of not feeling like you belong. And, and I want to talk about this for a second, because I have this very deeply rooted in me. And this is why I talk about this in the book. And it's not even not being qualified. That's different. We'll talk about that in a second. It's not feeling like you belong. Like, I did not feel like I belonged in my family growing up. I did not belong like in my friend groups. I don't, I don't ever feel that myself. And so I need you to hear that, Kathy, that it's not just you. The part that I talk about in the book is if you go to the chapter on the seraphim angels, there's a lot of us souls here on earth where it was not our idea to come. Okay, we did not raise our hand and say, hey, God, let me go learn this lesson or hey, you know, I think I want to just join my family and friends. We were tapped. Right. And yes, there's lessons that if you're tapped and asked to come to Earth, you can still pick up on lessons along the way. Absolutely. But there's a different feeling to life. When you're a soul who did not have the urge <laughs> to come for an earthly lifetime. That's right. And and let's just call a duck a duck. Life is hard. This hard. life is is hard and you need strength and you need hope and you need faith and I get what people say about pos uh, toxic positivity but the way that I have been a soul here who doesn't feel like she belongs. Um, it's going to make me cry. Um, the way that I work with that is by tapping into what I'm here to do and just serving in every way, shape and form and giving back as much as I can all the time. Some people see and a lot of people don't see, but I know. And and that's what wakes me up in the morning and gets me out of bed is um, I get the gift of being a tool that God can work through in this lifetime. And there's so many people who need somebody to just help them forward in a way. And that doesn't have to be monetarily if you don't have it. And that doesn't have to be your time if you don't have it. It could be your, your voicing a message of hope 
right? It could be you smiling, holding a door open, but we all have ways that we're here and called to serve. And I think that um, I just need people to hear today that if you don't feel like you belong and you've never felt that way, please read my chapter on the seraphim angels in my book, Angels and Awakening. And please hold on to those callings within your heart of where you feel called to serve because it's saved me, you know, like that's what saved me. And I just want to say like a huge thank you to all of the listeners of the podcast, all of the people who have supported me along the way, because I never in a million years thought that I would be able to do this work and and get to serve such an amazing audience. And um, I'm just so grateful for every single listener. You have no idea. Your energy is what wakes me up in the morning and drives me to keep doing what I'm doing. Yeah. It's just interesting you said that because my next paragraph was then I read about Serafina and I found out I'm not the only one right here. I'm not the only one that feels this way. And it's okay. I never had those thoughts of any, I just didn't want to be here, you know, but I didn't have any thoughts of hurting or any of that type, but it's a lonely life. Yeah. And people that know me, they don't know that because I'm fun and I'm, and I laugh all the time and I, and I am, but deep down there's that hole. And the other thing I want to address a little bit, Julie, is had you not grown your business, you wouldn't have touched my life. Mm. My life wouldn't be where it is. You know, and I'm 65 years old and I am so grateful. I'm grateful to my counselor because I think I was mentally ready. I had a lot of things I had to work through before, you know, and I'm just grateful for my husband who 44 years went on a roller coaster ride. You know, and just didn't know, but just loved me who for who I was, who I am and accepts me. And, you know, life is good. You know, there's a lot of good things going on. But I'm grateful that you grew your business because had you not grown your business, you wouldn't have touched my life and you wouldn't have touched my friend's life. And we wouldn't sit on these podcasts. And earlier I had reached out to you. There was. One of our one of our um, members had some similar experiences she was going through that I had already been through. Yeah. And, you know, we keep in contact about once a week. We text or we email. I would have never known that I had a Reiki session with one of your students. Yeah. And, you know, I wouldn't have known this world, I guess. And I, I wouldn't have accepted it. I would have still thought that I, you know. That it was my vivid imagination and it was it wasn't meant to be and I and I'm not there. It's not me. So for that, I'm glad you grew your business. Because if you wouldn't have grown that business, you wouldn't have touched my life. Hmm. And you know, and the lives of others. But I can tell you in the past year, I, you know, I, I started this journey, you know, about in July, but I had done some work a few months before that. People tell me, they say, you've changed and we don't know how, but you have a brightness about you. 
they always say it's my hair. <laughs> so I'm thinking my hair is that great. Because, you know, I just, I just, you know, I am who I am. And anyway, but I know what it is. I know that there's a piece in me that I've been looking for for so long. Yeah. And you help me find it, hmm. you know? And so there's just a lot here. But the one of the things, you know, that I, I have is that first I was a little disappointed. I'm 65. And I went to an angel workshop 25 years ago, and I believed in it, you know, but I didn't know where to go. And I believed in the children. They talked about the, well, the, at the time it was like the crystal and the in, indigo, I think. And, yep. and I would look and I believe that. And I could see them. I could see that in my classroom, but I didn't know where to go with it. And so now I'm not disappointed because you know what? I have a future. I have a vision. I have a purpose. And I don't need to work because I'm already at the age that I can just, I can go out and do what I need to do. I was thinking about my life. And when I was younger, I always wanted to be a missionary. And so I'm looking at it like that, Julie. I am spreading the spirit or I'm just spreading this peace as a, as a missionary. Yeah. Well, and let's break that down for people too, because like we're not saying again, church is bad in any no. form. Um, but there's other ways to come into it, and there are certain people who just don't resonate with the dogma or certain aspects of church. And so there is this spiritual realm that we can come into, and it's so interesting because one of the biggest questions that we get is. Julie, how do I talk to family members who don't believe in this because they think it's of the devil or some low vibrational work and oneness is God's energy. Like oneness is you being in God's love, God's joy, peace, bliss, ease, and grace. And that's it. We don't co co like connect to anything low vibrational. We don't connect, you know, we're not talking about entities or different things. We're talking about connecting to God and angels were created by God to do God's work. They're pieces of God, just as we are pieces of God and tuning into that divine voice, our intuition, it connects us to God's divine voice and hearing how we can serve God. How are we supposed to serve God and be tools that God can work through without hearing anything whatsoever? It's not possible. And so what I preach here is connecting to God's divine voice through your angels, through loved ones on the other side, through your higher self, through your own intuition. And in order to do that, you have to start by raising your vibration to be in God's oneness energy. And that's all it is. It's just, we're all doing the same thing. We're just calling it something different. That's yeah. Right. Yeah. That's yeah. right. I just, you know, I just got tingling all the way through. Oh, yay. <laughs> so anyway, I just, you know, that's, I guess that's my story. And I'm looking forward to, you know, I'm just looking forward to going forward with this. I'm looking forward to helping children. 
helping families, but helping teachers, because there's a lot we can do. Yeah, we have this. We have your kids. We have your students and your children, you know, six to 10 hours, six to seven hours a day. And we just need help on some things. Yeah. And this one of them. So, yes. Yes. Well, anyway. we are going to be here with in January 2023. We're going to launch our kids podcast. I don't want to say too much about it because um, there's a lot of people who sta- snag my work and copy it. Um, and so I'm not saying too much about it because we'll have like a big reveal in January. And uh, I'm really excited, too, because we're going to have so many great things. I think so. I'm excited. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I just I just want to give you a little commercial. Yeah. But I have to read this because it gets it. You know, I may become emotional, but I just want to say, Julie, you and your angels and this awakening courses, you've taught me to find peace within, to be able to turn off and even shut the noise down in my mind, in my brain. I found a purpose. I found a vision of the future. I'm on a path of awakening and I'm building a relationship with life. And I'm forever grateful to you and the angels and awakening courses. So thank you. Thank you for helping me change my life. Oh, Kathy, thank you so much for being here, for being you. you. And I am so excited for you. Congratulations to you and all other teachers out there for doing what you do. Um, Kathy has been a teacher for a long time and she is retiring in May. So let's all just say a little prayer for Kathy today and all teachers. Boy, do they need it. My husband is a teacher and these last couple of years have been some of the hardest teaching years he's ever faced. So I'm just going to have us all close our eyes here. And I just want you to imagine God's divine love coming through the crown, the top of your head, through your head, your neck, all the way down to your heart. And I want you to feel this loving energy, this oneness energy that's God's, truly God's energy. And I want you to feel it radiating out from your heart to all teachers here on earth. And I want you to see God's energy going to all teachers on earth, surrounding them, filling them, inspiring them. And I want you to see in an instant God placing a special angel next to every teacher who's had a rough couple of years, who doesn't know how to keep going. Place that angel next to each one of them to give them exactly what it is that they need to be on their soul's path in this life, to be doing God's work here in this life. And as we do this, what we're really intending to happen is that every teacher in the world, past, present, future, has exactly what they need, strength, hope, inspiration, materials, resources, in order to bring education, learning, inspiration, hope, faith, um, knowledge about intuition to this next generation of kids that's being brought up. And I want you to just for a moment visualize all kids here on earth right now and over the next 50 years, 
being so inspired because their teachers have everything they need to support those kiddos. I want you to add in your own prayer here as we end. Say a little prayer for Kathy. Send her some love and encouragement. And I just want to thank you, Kathy, so much for being here on the show today. Thank you, Julie. I look forward to working with you. Yay. All my love, Kathy. Have a blessed right. day. You too. Goodbye now. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Beautiful soul, thank you so much for joining me today. My name's Julie. You know I'm all about connecting you with messages from your angels and loved ones on the other side. If you've been listening today and you're super excited and just have to know which angels are around you right now, who's connecting with you, and what messages they have for you, go to theangelmedium.com. Register for a session. You can do a reading with me or a member of my team. We're all incredible. We all talk to angels daily, and we can help you in making sure that your angels are doing the very best they can to support you and guide you to your best life. If this sounds like you, virtual sessions, they're only offered on my website. Sign up today. And if you're the person who's really excited, you're ready to go all in developing all of your unique spiritual gifts, growing your intuition, starting your own healing business, you can sign up for my Angel Reiki School to become a certified angel messenger. That's for the healers among us who feel called to grow their intuition to the max and serve humanity with their gifts. You'll learn Reiki, mediumship, how to deliver angel messages, and how to get clients. That's the Angel Reiki School at theangelmedium.com or DM me on Instagram at Angel Podcast with any questions. Before you go, connect with your angels by placing your hands on your heart. Take a deep breath. Imagine a doorway filled with God's unconditional love is right in front of you. Step into that love and feel it as it fills your body, chakras, and auric field. Now ask your angels, what would you have me know today? And open yourself to the positive, loving messages they have just for you. <laughs> 